Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. It is day 84 of our 90 day challenge and the topic is how is your patience? Is your patience. Be careful to do what it says, then you will truly be successful. Second Peter, the third chapter in the first verse reads this way. Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters, also the word of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And that ends our reading today. The topic again is how is your patience? Friends, I have a confession to make. I think I can trust you with this secret, seeing as though we are 80 four days into a 90 day challenge. Wow. If you are reading these words and this worship thought, you have committed to the long haul and God has by this point separated the wheat from the tear. So I know therefore you are trustworthy. Now, if you share my secret, I will have no other choice but to slash your tires in Jesus name. So here's my confession. You ready? I have a fatal flaw called the surprise effect. I love surprising people so much that I can plan an entire party or coordinate an entire event without their input. Now, I don't like to be surprised, but I love to surprise. You see, it's something about shocking people that makes me really happy. You know what I mean? It's like that indescribable moment when a loved one walks in and sees 50 close friends screaming, happy birthday. I live for those moments, but this isn't always a good thing. You see, I carried this same mentality into decorating the first house Anna and I lived in while we were married. In my mind, if I took the time to decorate it, I would relieve Anna of the responsibility to do it herself. Who wouldn't appreciate that? 
It made a world of sense to me. A man who had lived on his own for about five years before getting married, I would have loved for an HGTV show host to come and rehab my dorm room in college. And all I had to do was walk in and be shocked. This was a grand idea. Anna wouldn't have to go to the store, wouldn't have to wait in line, wouldn't have to pick out fabric. I clearly knew what she liked, so I figured this would be a great stress reliever. But my surprise stunt turned into a disappointing disaster. Quite simply, Anna wanted to be included. If this was supposed to be our house, then she wanted to help make it our home, even if she ended up agreeing with my selections. There was something crucial about inclusion that I had totally missed, all in the name of trying to make life easier. I wonder if you can relate to this fatal flaw. Do you decorate your proverbial house without including folks? Do you make decisions without calling in your executive staff? Do you play basketball with an I must win mentality and not a team mentality? Many of us have good intentions, but we yield poor outcomes. This is why in all of our getting, we must get an understanding. We must make better decisions. And that wisdom begins with learning how to be patient. All of us have a fundamental desire to be included. In fact, I always say everyone wants to be useful, but no one wants to be used. We all feel like our contributions matter. Even though I decorated the house to protect Anna from stress, my refusal to ask her opinion showed up as inconsideration. Ironically, though, people who are just as guilty as me complain that we are doing it all by ourselves. <laughs> what if the breakdown happened? because you didn't ask for help. What if your main flaw is that you keep deciding for adults as if they are children? I have been guilty of this so many times, but the key to freedom is admitting your flaw, repenting, and working hard not to repeat it. Now that I'm learning, I wanna help you learn. One way to knock down the wall of offense is by asking people, so what do you think about this? Listen, you are no less powerful if you include people into your planning stages. If anything, you are clearer and more focused because you now have support and perspective. You may think it can be accomplished one way, but someone else's input can save you millions of dollars. Someone else's response can remind you of an important detail you forgot. Don't live every day trying to surprise people because what may be a surprise to you may be a shock to someone else. Instead, be patient. Include others into the project and watch God blow your mind. These words in 2 Peter 3 and 9 are perfect for today's worship thought. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Wow, God is patient with me. This is why I should be patient with others. Imagine if God did everything God wanted to do and excluded Adam from naming the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. It's hard to value someone's input if you only ask for it after you've made up your mind. Be patient, worshiper. God is doing something in this moment, and you've got to trust his plan over your timetable. Listen, I don't think it is a coincidence that the first description for what love looks like in 1 Corinthians 13 is patience. Love is patient. Love will wait for you until you're ready. Love won't rush your process. Love takes its time. In light of the fact that I am intrinsically 
an impatient person. I've been thinking a lot about my love for God in the context of my willingness to wait. I want homemade miracles with microwavable investments. I want God to hurry up and clarify my questions, even though I sometimes drag my feet to get in his presence. But waiting builds character. Waiting reveals the motivation behind your wants. Do you want what you want so you can scratch it off of your to-do list and then rush on to the next thing? Or do you want what you want because it syncopates with God's will? These last few years, I have been challenged during the wait to graduate my faith to trust. Faith says, I believe God can. Trust says, I am confident God is sovereign. Faith says God can do it for my family. Trust says God's will over my wants. Faith says I will worship God if he does it. Trust says even if God doesn't do it, I will still worship. During the wait, my faith metamorphoses into trust. So Pastor Kiel, we got two new words. We got syncopate and metamorphoses. All right. I expect to see it in your commentary. During the wait, my faith metamorphoses into trust, not because I wanted to wait, but because God often uses the wait to grow me up. What do you think Joseph went through? Sentenced to jail time for something he didn't do, then forgotten about for two years after delivering others from their bondage vis-a-vis interpreting their dream. I wonder how many moments Joseph felt like God had forgotten about him. I wonder how many times Joseph lamented about the reality of his life and the inconsequential nature of his uncertain and unfortunate circumstances. For two years, the people he depended on to get him out of prison left him there alone. For two years, the God who undoubtedly favored him seemingly forgot about him. I wonder what God was building in Joseph through the weight that God couldn't produce in the move. I wonder how many weights came off of Joseph during the wait. After all, tribulation worketh patience. The wait shaves the weights. I wonder if pride and entitlement were dropped during the wait. I wonder what God is shaving off of me during the anointed time of revelation and the appointed time of demonstration. Worshipper, please don't rush this moment. God is patient with you. Learn to be patient with others. So here's your worship work. If love is patient and if God is patient with you, then you need to be patient with somebody else. Today, ask God to increase your patience tolerance with an individual that truly knows how to push your buttons. Pray and wait, wait and pray. God is building something within you that is necessary for your next chapter. one day and this young man by the name of Dennis Reed uh, happened to come in the room and get on the piano and I told him then I said let's go on Facebook live because I feel like somebody needs to hear this message right here he wrote this song you guys it goes like this I am who I am I am today because God is my mistakes he won them for for my good like no one else ever could girls can you help me say that come on I am who I am 
everything that I went through. Because everything that you're going through, you have to understand that it is a test for a testimony. Yeah. You've been through some things in this room. God, Are you going through some things right now? Say, you ought to just lift up your hands right now. Can we say that again? Can we say it again? Like no Necessary. It was necessary. It's hard to believe that when you're going through it. You see what I'm saying? But it's necessary. If you just hang on in there. If you just hang on in there. It's necessary. It's necessary.
to pass. God has not forgotten. God has not forgotten. Can you help us sing? God has not Don't get discouraged 